Welcome to Why Not Us podcast. It's host Ken J and tonight, homie, bro. Yes, ma'am. In yes, the ma'am. Building tonight. What's good? What's good, man? How are you? How's everything going? I like this platform you got going on. I'm happy that uh, you have started it, and I'm happy to be a guest on your platform. Um, I like this a lot better than than Facebook Live. I've never done a live before, so I don't know. I guess the parameters of what it entails, you know, Facebook be tripping, so you really it don't give you the opportunity to say what you really want to say. So I don't want no I don't want no smoke on your platform from Facebook. I don't want Facebook giving you no smoke. So hey, hey so so basically I stream from StreamYard and it's on like Facebook all okay. too. So we stream both uh platforms. At the same time. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Now, when you so, now, if you wanted to like just for example, say you wanted to record it and you record it and then go back and edit it after, you can post it afterwards. Correct, the same way. Yeah. So basically, right. I just edit it. Okay. I edit it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Upload it, listen to, you know, what I need to boom, 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 and yeah, I do that. Right. That's what's up. That's dope. I'm proud of you. Man, listen, it's, I'm just trying to be great, bro, and I'm being great. You. I'm doing what I really want to do. Absolutely. It's some, you know sometimes, sometimes you got to take that opportunity to really do stuff that I'm not going to say is out of the norm, but stuff that can be a little bit risky, and, and the, the best thing you can do for real, for real, and I, this ain't just for you, this for anybody. Bet on yourself. I'm going to look directly yeah. at the damn camera. Bet on yourself. Because if you ain't, ain't going to bet on yourself and take that chance, it ain't no point you even trying to do something new because you ain't going to know how far you'll fare unless you take that opportunity, take that risk, and do what you need to do. Man, that is so true. That is so true. But listen, before we even get started in, in the conversation catching up, <laughs> Because it's been some years, man. So Correct. how are you feeling mentally? <laughs> how am I feeling mentally? That's a, for me, that that's a loaded question. Um, and I, I ain't going to lie. Mentally, a, a brother is drained. Okay. Uh, but, you know, there, there's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I'm trying to get myself back in therapy to deal with the mental exhaustion and drainage, per se. Uh, I think mental health for me, just my personal experience, I can't speak for nobody else. Um it's been topsy-turvy, you know? I, I, I'm, I don't let a lot of things really bother me, per se, but I definitely overthink a lot. Um, that's definitely one, something that I tend to, I have to, I have to make it work for me. Um, the overthinking, <clears throat> that's been a thing for me forever. And I'm also a lot, all the time uh, with alternative solutions, I'm thinking, okay, is this going to make sense for me to do? Is that going to make sense for me to do? And then 
I start asking people around me questions to see if they've dealt with similar scenarios. And if they dealt with similar scenarios, maybe I'll take I'll take their advice and internalize it, and I will still overthink. Um, mm. you know, I, think, I think for me, therapy had been one of the best options as far as just getting the deeper thoughts out of my head. Yes. Yes. Um, but I won't sit here and say therapy works for everybody. Yeah. Like let, let's let's call a thing a thing. Um, it works for some of us. It does not work for all of us. I think for me, my therapy started. Actually, my therapy started when my father died. Um, that was a traumatic experience for me. So that kid started my own personal mental health journey. Then I think after that was my one and only suicide attempt, which I won't try that ever again in life. That was just, that was just crazy on my part. Uh, but I was in a, a real dark, dark space at the time. So it happens. Um, I think we all deal with our internal problems and our issues uh differently yes. and, you know some people like to talk them out some people got vices you know uh, some people want to travel and that's their way of decompressing and de-stressing some people sleep their problems away some people me i'm me for me i you know i'll say it i i stress and i eat a lot Mm-hmm. And I eat bad, like very bad. Um, hence why I'm still fat out here in these streets. <laughs> it's not a matter. It ain't a matter of, uh, you know, turtle fat to be fat. No, nigga, I'm fucking stressed. And yeah, that's just what it is. And food can be comforting, you know. And you know, food mom, is good. It's good. It's bad for you. Yes. If you eat the wrong stuff, mm-hmm. but it, it, you need it for nourishment. You feel me? Yeah. So you know, comfort foods has been my big thing, and I'm, I'm learning to scale it back because I'm 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 really kissing forty in the mouth, like literally. Yes, we are. Two years. Yes. You know, yes. it's, it's it's quickly approaching, and then you see. You know, everybody around us that's that's already hitting 49, it makes you put things in perspective. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. It's around the, it's around the corner. Like it's not as it's not five years away anymore. It's like two, bro. Two and the, the two turns into one and then the one and then you're here and you're like, damn. I'm 40. I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? And then you wanna yeah. make those changes for that next decade and beyond. You know, the next 10 years and beyond and such. So I think mental health for me, man, is is, is important, but I ain't gonna lie to you, I, I'm exhausted. Uh, you know, from dealing with insomnia at night, overthinking, not being able to sleep sometimes. I'm already a grumpy person. So being grumpier and stressed out, and it's never a good combination, but therapy, you know, trying to get back into therapy is definitely beneficial and helpful. And I encourage for anybody, you know, if you got insurance or you got friends that can really, that are in the field, 
per se. Can't just talk to your problems to any damn body because everybody's not going to relate and everybody's not going to give you sound advice for, to help you um, navigate your problems and your struggles. You know, if you got a good insurance or what have you, and if you don't, you got friends that's in the field of, of psychology or what have you, that whatever it is, social work, whatever the case, that can help you get off that ledge, cool. And I think also for me with the mental health aspect, I've had to learn to fall in love with the things that I truly love. Mm. Um, I like music, so I, I, I collect records. Um, I will find a record store anywhere I go and will go get a bunch of records and, be, and listen to them. And it doesn't have to be stuff that you commonly listen to. It, I, I think the bit, the, the, my, my most fun I have with going to a record store and collecting vinyls for real, for real, is finding stuff that I've never heard of in my life. And that, to me, that, that's beneficial for me and my mental health. You know, I like peace. I like quiet. I'm not really a... I'm a rah, rah, rah person, but I'm not a rah, rah, rah person. Like, I do it in levels. Like, okay, I'll drain my social battery. I'm ready to go home now. Mm-hmm. So it, it happens. You know, it, it's cool. Um, but other than that, you know, I think therapy has been so beneficial to just, like, keeping myself in check and being able to check myself when I know I'm about to have a episode of, of anger because I have a really, really terrible temper. And sometimes, you know, try to try to sugarcoat it with kindness and niceness. And people take that kindness and niceness for granted and just expect to be able to step on you all the time. And no, that's not you don't do that with people that are dealing with their own mental health because you just don't know when they're gonna snap on you and then next thing you know, I'm at fault. So yeah. yeah. I'm glad I'm you know I'm just listening to you talk and I'm glad that you you know expressing yourself. I love that. Absolutely. Thank you. I love that and I love you and um you just got to take it one day at a time. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. One day at a time, man. So I appreciate you just you know sharing that. Like that's amazing. Like I I have no problem with with showing a little bit of vulnerability. My only gripe with showing vulnerability sometimes is it'll be thrown back in your face. And that's when you learn who the true people is for real, for real in your corner. And you realize, well, you know, I don't need to be sharing everything with that person because all they're going to do is just turn around and use it it against you as a manipulation tactic and then throw it in your face. And that's never a good look. So. Yeah, but those people shouldn't even be a part of your tribe or, Correct. you know what I'm saying, able to, you know, you just learn people, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know, you got a big heart, Sean, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got a big, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Breathe, breathe, shake, whatever. <laughs> Let it go. You got a big heart. So, I mean, I know you since you was like 18. Stop That's playing true. with me. That's true. That's true. But, you know. I, I, I've learned to, I, I've embraced it. I've been told, you're not the first person that's told me that. I've been told it numerous times. I love it. It's amazing. And, that's you. But, yeah, it is me. You know, that, I think that's one of the, that's one of the big, bigger qualities I think I get. I got that quality from my mom because my mom is literally, literally the same exact way. 
I think the only difference is I'm a Cancer and she's a Capricorn. She's very, she's ve she's very loving. She's very giving. She's even killed every now and again. My mom is crazy. I love her to death. Um, but also on the flip side, when she show when you show her your vow side and show her that you know you, you don't mean well. She, she'll show you the same. The exact opposite for me is you show me your vow side, I I, I will one up your ass. Like I don't care. You want to be petty? Okay, let's let's play. You know, that that you are in my wheelhouse at that point. Like I have no point in in, in being, you know, outwardly petty just to be petty to you. You have to be petty to me in order for me to be petty to you. And you will not out petty me. Like I really do not care. Like I will come to your home. I don't care. Like, leave me alone. Like, don't bother me. I won't bother you. But some people, you know, they want to test them waters. And, you know, I hope you got a life jacket because you better, you better know how to sink or swim straight up. See, this is the point of the part where having a big heart can be disadvantages. It can have a disadvantage at times, man, because people take you for granted. And that's the point, KJ. And, and you have a big heart too, so don't let people, and this is for everybody else in the world too that's watching, don't let people take you for granted if you got a big heart. Learn to learn to live and, and go through life and have discernment straight up. Straight but, up. But you know, we have discernment and we still we still we still just we know what's gonna happen. But it's like we we still want to give people the benefit of the doubt, and we know what's gonna go down, but we still want to give people the. It's like I see the good in everybody, so I know they're gonna cross me, but I just want to show you that it's some good into you. But look, let me stop everybody that is tuning in. What's good with y'all? I appreciate y'all tuning in. Much love to y'all. You know we got Eric in the building, Kenda, Quanta. You feel me? Dar Darlisha, what it what it do? What's good, family? What's good with you? You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't want y'all to think you know I'm ignoring you. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, having a big heart is like a two-edged sword. Um yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But people, it's like people don't know how to really accept us, so they play Correct. with us. Correct. They play with us. You feel what I'm saying? So absolutely. They will much rather be in mess and be in turmoil and get hurt and get damaged when it's yeah. just like, yo, you really ain't gotta go that route. Like mm. I really I walk you through it. But it's like you really you 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 really plan yourself because you know I am the one. Like you don't know my value, you don't know your value. That's the energy I'm on, man. And then, and then you know what happens is that when, when it's all said and done, and you and that person have gone y'all separate ways, they come back. When they realize that the grass wasn't greener on the other side, they come back. And they come back with their hands out, too, begging, pleading, um, they, they really out here trying to make it look as though everything is good, you know, and, and, and they can they can figure it out and, and be and do what they need to do. 
and, and make it better. But nah, I mean, once once I I feel like once people like us, once we and this is a lot of people that are like this. Once we wash our hands with you, that's it. Cause it's like for real. What was, what was that mean? Well, man, I just heard a dog or something. Well, I must be tripping. <laughs> Y'all got dogs in the neighborhood? Nah, man, but I just couldn't breathe because I was holding my breath. Like, <laughs> I was are you high? high? Um, listen. <laughs> Listen, son, I ain't even gonna cap. I was like, yo, that's a dog barking. But you know yo. what? Um, wow, so nobody heard the dog with me. Yeah, I heard no dog. <laughs> and it's funny because I got a, it's a dog, it's a lady that, uh, it's a neighbor in my apartment complex up here in Virginia. Hold on, somebody said it did sound like a dog. <laughs> Okay, so, so somebody heard it. I didn't hear it. That, it got to be from your end. It's got to be from your end. Ain't no dogs over here. Well, I don't got no dogs. Hold on. Eric heard it too. When did y'all hear, when did y'all hear a dog? I heard a dog, sir. <laughs> okay, so somebody has a dog that we know nothing about. <laughs> Because I don't have a dog at all. And the lady across the street has this dog that she puts on her uh, balcony and she just lets it bark all day. Yo, that was the dog you just didn't know because you tuned it out. That dog, <laughs> I can I can hear it. But like I'm by, my bedroom is by the window. So it's, there's a window in my bedroom. So I can hear that dog. But I don't hear that dog right now. <laughs> all right, well, man, am I high? Hold on, hold on. Bruh. Okay, I don't hear it, but y'all hear it. We don't so hear I, it no more, bro. But I heard a dog. Okay, uh, I, <laughs> I, I believe I believe I, I I don't have no pets. Yeah, cause you was like, are you high? But I'm like, no, nah, you're not high. So everybody heard the dog. Even if you is high, you ain't that high. Okay, that works. Miss, hold up. He said, I just heard a lion roar. Man, you know what? Okay, Eric, shut up. Stop playing with me, Eric. <laughs> so we out here just out here in Zamunda. We got all Yo, the animals. We got listen. all the animals. So listen, Sean. Do What's you, up? Do you remember how we first met, bro? I do. do, you... do I do. Um, <laughs> My story might be wrong, though. Man, what's so, your story, bro? I have two stories. Okay. I have freshman orientation. In July? In, in July. Yes, okay. In the gym. Yeah. And you had, I know you had on like a, you had a polo and some jeans. Some <laughs> jean shorts. I do remember that. And I think it was, I think you either set a row below me yeah, I think you said a row below me. Okay. I don't know how we started having conversations. <laughs> I don't think the conversation actually started until one night we was all outside. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. We were, we were between the steps of by at the the, the union. <laughs> and 
not the big steps coming out of Lynch, but I think the littler steps to yeah, the, like, directly next to the union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was like the little, that was like the little, what, what I used to, I call it the little, get smacked or like that's yeah, where the podcast yeah, got smacked. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I got asthma, I wasn't really, I was just walking through, just talking to folks. I, I didn't know no damn body, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I think I just started, I just sat out there with y'all. It was a bunch of y'all. I, just, I don't even know yeah. who was outside for real, for real. That's you know what? It was probably, oh, I know who was outside. It was Ebony Clipper. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, Kia, I think. Kia was out there, Kia. right? It was a uh, dude from VA. He had braids. Yeah, Braves, and it was the other chick, man. It was the uh, uh the other chick, um, man. She she was a freshman. She was in Boyer. Um, y'all used to hang with it? each other, man. It wasn't was, Naomi, was it? Nah, it wasn't Naomi. No, it was a uh, nah, it wasn't Naomi. Who, 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 man, who, who, I don't who, know, man, but I remember we was out there late. Yeah, every night, and it became an every night occurrence. <laughs> All the whole year, in the cold, in the heat, it became in the snow. When we had the ice storm in the spring, like it became an everyday occurrence. That that was the spot, bundled up outside in freezing North Carolina temperatures. I mean, some of you North Carolinians weren't used to that type of thing. I'm from Maryland, so for me. <laughs> It was nothing. It was cold. Cold was cold, you know. So it, it didn't really bother me per se. So it worked the way it worked. Um, yeah. Who else was? I don't know, but I remember, man, because you know, I just remember we was all just sitting on the um, on the brick wall. Nope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We was on the little brick wall, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of us out there. We was yeah. just chilling. We was just having a conversation. I mean, it was a vibe, man. It was like, yo, we knew at college, you know? <laughs> that, that that semester was very uh, follow too. Was was it for me? It was special because I mean, I didn't want to go to college initially. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go to college right out of high school. Mm. Um. But I have a mother who works in higher education, who had worked in higher education. And she worked at an HBCU. And I kind of had no choice. So it was either you're going to go to school and do what you need to do, or, you know, go to school and do what you need to do. You know, <laughs> like my mom, yo, it's so funny, man. My mom. St. All, let, let me start saying this. I didn't know what a St. Augustine's College was, okay? I knew about Raleigh, North Carolina, because of, of course, North Carolina State, Duke, Chapel Hill, basketball, football, all that, because I'm a fan but of, of both of college basketball and college football. I had no idea what a St. All was. <laughs> um, my first choice was Florida A&M University. I didn't apply on time to Florida A&M University because I was waiting for a recommendation. I didn't get any time, therefore I didn't apply. Um, my second choice, I didn't get in, which was Virginia State. I got into my third choice. My third choice was Morgan. Okay. But in Baltimore. But for me, that was too close to home. 
I was in a summer program the summer of 02, right after high school at Howard. And the deal was if you do good in the program, that supposedly automatically would grant you admission into Howard University. My mom worked at Howard University. So for me, that's free education, remission of tuition. All right. Okay, cool. I could I could hack Howard for four years, whatever. Well, I took a paper in this summer, summer program. I took a paper I wrote my senior year of high school and revamped it, redid the references, bibliography, all that, citations, everything. Turned it in to an English teacher at Howard during the summer program. And she said I plagiarized. She felt as though I could not write a paper that good. Well, okay, you know, you're, and back then we didn't have, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for you to sit here and say, oh, I plagiarized, you gotta have a real good compelling argument to say that I plagiarized a 20 page paper. You think, you know how crazy you would be? Not saying people didn't do it, but you know how crazy you would have to be to literally plagiarize of an entire 20 page paper with citations and references. That's just wild. So she turned it in. I had to go before the judicial hearing at Howard or whatever. And it was like, oh, you know, you can finish the program, but even if you do well, you know, it, it's on us on whether or not we allow you to come in or not. Cool. They decided not to let me in. I didn't have anywhere to go. So my, my mom went to Hampton. Um, when it was Hampton Institute, shout out to Hampton Institute University, whatever they want to call themselves these days. Um, my uncle had worked at St. Augustine Shaw, and he was in the school. He worked in the school of business at the time, briefly prior to us, you know, being enrolled as incoming freshmen. So a phone call was made to Miss Rowland on behalf, on my behalf, from my mother. Well, also, Dr. Suber and my mom pretty much went to Hampton around the same time. I think Suber might be maybe a year or two behind my mother. My mom is 77. I'm pretty sure Dr. Suber is in her early, late 60s, early 70s at this point. Whatever. A couple years behind. I got into St. Aug's sight unseen. I had never seen, I've never been on the campus tour, nothing. My mother was basically like, yo, we're going to make sure that, you know, we're about to go out of town on a family vacation. Pack your stuff. <laughs> so I packed my shit. And I was like, all right, cool. We're about to go on vacation. I done graduated high school. I'm happy. We end up in North Carolina. We get to North Carolina. We get to my aunt's house. And my aunt was like, oh, you know, welcome to Raleigh. You know, you're going to have a great time down here this year. And I was like, this year? And I, it didn't register. It, it was not clicking. It was not doing none of that. So she was like, yo, you're going to have a good time. Let's go take a look at the campus. I said, the campus? I said, <laughs> what campus? Where are we going? Like, what, what is happening? So in my mind, I'm cussing my mother out. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? We go to like Target or Walmart or something, get a whole bunch of shit for the dorm room, we get to campus, there's people all over the place or whatever. And I'm like, what, where, what is this? We get the, we get the lynch. 
my cousins unload my stuff. And my mom told me verbatim. But and, and this was the last conversation her and I had, August, well no, July 26, 20, 2002. She said, look, you know, you got four years. No, you have as long as you need to get your degree. All I ask is you get your degree. KJ, I hated that place the entire first semester. I did everything in my power to get thrown out. I got bad grades. I was cheating on papers, cheating on tests, trying to get caught. I didn't want to be there. But later on in life, maybe that second semester, yeah, that second, that spring semester, spring 03, it, it really, St. All really opened my eyes to a, a whole different world. Um, I think I think Raleigh Durham in totality saved a, a young dude like me. It really made me realize that the world is bigger than just where you're from. Um, if I had my way, I, I would definitely go back to, to live in Raleigh Durham, even though it, it's just as expensive as any other place in the South right now. Um, it, it was St. All was dope, man. It was some dope years out that place. You know, and, and I hope that I hope and pray that, that, that the institution continues to thrive. Um, they finally got the right pieces and puzzle in the puzzle in there with administration. So, hey man, only you know birds like to fly. So I'm I'm just gonna take it that the Falcons gonna continue to fly high amongst the skies, and and, and our students there and and alum like you and I and others, we just gonna keep reaching for the stars and doing what we do. Yeah, man. Look, um, I remember my freshman year. I, ain't, I mean, like, honestly, I didn't really take college seriously. Why not? I don't know. It was just like I didn't take it seriously. It was like, okay, I'm here, but I mean, I ain't really, I ain't go to, I mean, I ain't never go to the chapel <laughs> freshman year. <laughs> you, you ain't do no freshman studies, huh? Listen. Like, listen, bro. What up, bro? What's good with you? When I never listen, I didn't take it seriously. Like, I really, I really didn't take it seriously. Like, I didn't. Um, so you know, I was raised up, and you know, my mom, you know, she was kind of strict. You know, my parents, you know, you know, they made sure you know everything was good. So when I went to college. My mind was on just you, you, like what a what a girl said. Like that's that's my thing. Like okay, man, we got show, we got NC State. Man, that's all I was thinking about. <laughs> like yo, where the girls at? Like that was my focus. Like yo, is there <laughs> girls there? Like so that that's how I felt. So you was out here wild in all four years. So no, not hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, bro. I'm just being real. So listen, I I, I mean, I, my freshman year, I didn't take it seriously. Um, I don't even know how. I mean, I went to class. I did something. <laughs> I did something there, but you know what I'm saying? My main focus was like mingling, like getting to know people and and that like getting to know people. Like, man, who, who you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, but that's a part of the college experience. And I think any person, any person that 
don't care what kind of school you went to. Any person, if a person was to tell me all they did was went to class in college, I'm going to look at them crazy. Like, that's all you did? Did you did you get a full a full experience then? No. You, you had you you did that because that you did it the way it should have been done. You had a full college experience. Man, I had a full yeah. I had a full college experience. Like, I mean, I had a full that's all I can say is like, yo, college for me was my college for me was good. And then, go ahead, man. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Yeah. Would you do it all over again? Would I do it? Yes, I would do it all over again. I would do it all over again. But, you know, with the mindset that I have now, you know what I'm saying? It might be different. I might have finished on time four years because it took me, like, I went in 02. I graduated. I finished December of 07, walked in 08. So it took me five and like five and my sister, my sister graduated well, finished college before me in 07 of the summer, but you know we ain't have December graduations. Yeah. So so she yeah. still had she still had to wait a whole year too, almost. Yeah. In but, a way. Yeah. But the only reason I think I buckled down is because my sister came to college and she was a snitch. And so when we had a class together, we had a class together. She used to tell my 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 mama, and um, yeah, she told my mama it was a rap. So I was like, "Dad, you know what I'm saying?" So shout out to my sister, cause you know, shout out to Lori, shout out to Lori <laughs> for snitching oh, on me. So off for of one class though, man. Listen, I mean, listen, honestly, when I tell you, Sean. It was nothing but the grace of God that I really graduated. Like, because my focus wasn't really on school. My focus was more on social. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was on social. So it was like going to class and stuff like that. Like, I'm being honest. Yeah. It was like second. Like, okay, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to get that Cisco. I'm trying to get that Mad Dog 2020. I'm trying to get that Black and Mom. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm trying to see who that is. Like, what up? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to introduce. What's good? I'm trying to, I'm, ch- listen, like, everybody knew me. You lived a good college you know life. So, don't, don't, be, hey, don't, don't have no regret and shame in that, man. For no, real. no, bro. When Please I say, don't. yeah. I mean, I might have a couple shames in there because I, I might, I have a shame. Well, not really a shame, but I wish I. No, no mind, no mind. It is, it's okay. A couple of things. It's the past. Yeah. You you can't go back and and fix what. I ain't gonna say isn't fixable because I think anything is fixable. It's just it's your choice to want if you want to fix it or not. But um, I think that college, you know, it was really just one of them things. I, I think my four years, well, not even four years, because I left school and came back. Uh, I left in 06 and came back in 08, spring 08, and that's when I graduated. Um, it was a, it was a blur. 
Like I can I can remember a lot more stuff around campus and off campus than I really could remember on campus. Like I remember some things, but I guess I don't know. It might be age. It might just be compartmentalized in my man, mind. Listen, I remember everything, man. I remember, <laughs> I remember Baker Hall. I remember Latham. I remember the girls uh, sneaking into Latham uh, in the Baker. Um, shoot. I mean, I was, bro. Listen, I just remember everything. You know what I'm saying? I remember like just. I mean. I just remember just living life and not even not even caring. Like I'm living life. I'm about to get them new vaping aids from China. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna take about a month or two to get here. But you gonna get them? I'm gonna get them. Gonna get them. I mean, I was all about. I mean, I. So honestly, I look at it. I live life. I enjoyed my college years. I enjoyed all the experiences. I enjoyed the ups and downs. I enjoy the people that I met because it's like the people that I met is like coming full circle. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So college for me was, the I guess, like I was growing. I was growing up, basically. Hell, I was growing. I'm still growing up in a way. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I never really took, took college seriously. Like, I never, I was never that person. But I did graduate like with like a, a 2.7. So same here. I think I had like a 275. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I mean, a 2.6, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a 2.6. But hey, I did that, it. I, I think all that matters is we came home with the paper and that our parents wanted us to have. And you know, I, I don't you know, I just want the, the good people of Washington, D.C. at the government to just cancel all our loans at this point because, uh, you know, I did them so I did them through school things so long ago. You know, let me let me have a little bit of financial freedom. Yeah, because I ain't because for real, for real, shits. listen, I'm not paying it. So um, that's it. And I can't because you got to understand at first I was paying it. You feel me? Like, boom, all right. It was like, yo, $400 a month. Cool, $400 a month. I could do that. And then they said, oh, $700. I said, oh, no, no. So I look at things differently. Everybody said, get your credit together. Get this together. Listen, I understand all of that. But at the end of the day, I got to live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't. I don't know. I, I think. I think the getting the credit thing together is beneficial to living. I think the student loans, student loans are nothing but a bill at this point. Um, for those people that can that can afford to take care of them, make sure they, they get taken care of on a monthly basis and have continued to pay them, you know, big ups to you. I, I support, you know, I, I'm, I'm all for the whole people living debt free because, you know, who wants to be, you know, cash strapped for real, for real, paying thousand dollars a month in student loans, and you're not even touching your principal, you're touching nothing but interest. Hey, you <laughs> looking crazy, you know, and and I get it. Trust you, gotta live. You gotta live. It's important that you live life the way you want to live by your by your own parameters, by your boundaries and things of that nature. Because if you don't 
you know, you'll be looking around saying, well, damn, I had so much that I wanted to do when you're 60 years old, thinking back to when you're 30 and 40, like, damn, there's so much I want to do and I didn't get the opportunity to do it. Well, I mean, even at 60, I feel like you can do everything you want to do. Yeah. Uh, that's true. So listen, What's up? I'm, big in, I'm big in manifestations. You know what I'm okay. saying? So when I say, man, credit, whatever, because... Man, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna be a millionaire. So that's my mindset. Like I'm gonna yeah. be a millionaire, and I'm my my the cash. That's how I'm buying my house with cash, straight like that. <laughs> I don't care. That's what I believe. That's what's gonna happen for me. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? That's my mindset. Like you feel me? That's my mindset. Like if I believe in me and if I believe in my abilities, that's all that matters. It might seem crazy to more, some people, but not to me. Let them let. Let them folk think it's crazy because when, when it actually happens, then it'll be like, oh, she actually did that. Yeah. She actually made it happen. Yeah. And and I wasn't a firm believer in manifestations in the beginning, but then I realized something about myself that I definitely can talk things into existence. And I had to re- I had to really sit back and say to myself, man, words have power. You, you speak things. You say it loudly, you say them boldly, they can happen. And, you know, if you speak positive into your life, it can happen. You speak negative into your life, it can happen. That's and, it can happen. and it can happen a lot swiftly than, than we think it can happen, but it can most certainly happen. Yes. I, I think for me, I'm learning that be a little positive about things and, and how things are and circumstances. And, you know, that, that makes me, you know, it makes me feel better. And, and, and as long as you know that what you're saying and putting out there, just know that it's going to come back in, the, in with good, with greater value and greater interest in the long run. And that's what you have to continuously do. Speaking into existence, you know, set the, you already set the groundwork, set the path forward and the foundation. Just see it through and it's going to be, you're going to reap the reward and everything going to be yours that you put out there. And you know what? That's the most beautiful thing about manifestation. Like, whatever you say and you work and you, and you know, gratitude is essential. So I'm grateful for everything. I go outside. Yeah. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for the trees. I'm grateful for the squirrels. It's like, yo, I'm just grateful. Like, I'm just grateful. That's my mindset. So I'm in abundance. Like, I, I deserve this. This is my birthright. Absolutely. You feel me? So I'm, Absolutely. Going, I'm going for everything. When I say I'm going for everything, I want people to question me. I want people yeah. to question my greatness. Because yeah. when people question your greatness, that's when you know you're on the right track. That's true. That's true. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going for everything that's mine. You know what I'm saying? I love when people don't believe in me. I love when people think I'm too old. I love when people think that I love it because it like fuels me. It makes me go harder. And you ain't never too old. Yeah. Don't 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 let age be your never let age be your benchmark of oh I have to have you, you know I think that was my big our biggest problem. I think we've all done it though. Yeah, that's been our biggest thing. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, we use age as a benchmark for certain successes. Uh, we all need to shy away from that. You know, some folks wanted to be married at 
25. They end up getting married at 35. Some folks wanted kids at 22. They end up having kids at 32. You know, some people want a house at 21. They end up with a house at 41. <clears throat> Ultimately, it's in God's timing for all of us to have our things that we want. I mean, we can work on them all day long. And, and we're going to get them. It's going to be given to us. You know, we, we work too hard not to gain these things and not to be able to have these things and such. You know, I, I just believe that we, we honestly put age in such a... Age is such a boundary. We made age a boundary. And I don't think age should be a boundary. Don't make age a boundary, KJ. Whatever you do. If you know you want to do something at 39, 38, do it. You want to do, you know you want to do something at 40, do it. Don't just say, oh, at 40, I want to have this. Nah, you could why why have it at 40 when you can have it at 38, 39? You can get it early. You just you already working, you working towards it. So just go for it and do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Hey, that's what I'm doing, man. Every day. Every day I'm I'm thinking about how can I be service to others. So like that's what I'm thinking about. Like if I win, we all win. That's true. That's you understand? True. So that's my mindset. Like if I win, we all win. Like I don't hide nothing. Like if I got the tools for 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 you to be successful, I'm gonna give you those tools. It's I'm all not about, gonna hold it back. I'm gonna give exactly. it to you. Take it. Exactly. Reach back and help somebody out because at the end of the day, somebody is gonna come for come come forward before you and make sure you good and and ensure that uh you know you you have the proper tools and proper groceries in your basket to to get out the grocery store and be great. And that's honestly how it should be. It's no yeah. other way how it should be. You know what I'm saying? No other way. You're right, though. You're right, man. That's what it's all about, man. Just being able to, you know, talk to your homie, man. Like, just have a real conversation with your homie. Not even no questions written down. Just a real vibe. Just real authentic. You know what I'm saying? That's how I am. Like, let's just have a conversation. Absolutely. You don't have to write down 100 questions. Nah. Like, what's going on with you? Like, how you feeling? Like, what's good? Like, you got to... You got to... I like this platform that you have because it doesn't seem scripted. You know how you can listen to something and it's like, man, the, the conversation it goes from free it goes from free flowing to okay, what's happening? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like it kind of veers off the road a little bit. Like, give me a, a free flowing conversation. Don't make it like Vlad TV. But give me a free flowing conversation where I can be a hundred percent honest and say how I feel without any judgment. But you know, in this in this in this in this world of social media now, man, you can say something that's just true to you, and folks are taking it around with it, and then you know, it'll be something that ridiculous. Yeah, just take it and run. Yeah, so social media. Social media is really a mask. You know what I'm saying? It's like a mask. Social media is a mask for people. You know what I'm saying? It is. Like at the end of the day, you can be whoever you want to be on social media. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. To be whoever you want to be on social media. You understand what I'm saying? It's the likes, it's the loves, it's the, you know what I'm saying? You could be, but but when you really at home by yourself and you crying your eyes out, you crying your eyes out, but you on social media, social media, just be real with yourself. Like really tell people like, yo, I'm having a mental breakdown. I need somebody to talk to. This really ain't me. This is me. Hello. I'm here. Some folks, it's a cry for help. Uh, other folks, it's just entertainment. Um, I think some people do a little bit of both. Um, and I always say this. I think that I'm I'm ridiculous in real life. Like, my social media is, is literally me. Like, it's not no gimmick. It's not a cry for help. The only difference is... I think the way the way the platforms are now, I could be a little bit more ridiculous on one platform than I could be on another platform. But I see the other platform that I do my ridiculousness on, it's been getting flagged lately too. And it's like, okay, the only reason why it's getting flagged is because it's owned by the other platform that I constantly get put in jail on. So <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, damn, Cut a brother some slack. But yes, social media can be both entertainment. It could be, you know, it could be insight to it could be insight to how people are dealing with things, how people are feeling about stuff. And, and I just feel like, you know, for some also, it could just be for clout. You want to flex on everybody. You want to show, look what I can do, you know, but in actuality. Are you even a person doing the things that you, you show that you're doing, or is somebody does someone have the battery in your back to make you do these things? You know that can happen too. But I mean, a cloud chaser is going to be a cloud chaser, so I don't really think no batteries in the back of a cloud chaser. If they want to get the oohs and ahs, they're going to get them oohs and ahs. They're going to get them views. They're going to get all that, just like that young lady who went and. Did the whole McDonald's skit. That was a fraud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's somebody's reality. You feel me? Like, that's somebody's reality. But for her and the views, you know, she got exactly what she wanted. She got us talking about it. She got us reposting it. She got us probably writing exposés about it. Like everything else that, that happens in social media. You know, everything goes, things go viral. And it's 101 exposés about why this shouldn't be this way or why in society we are this. Listen, social media is not real. It's, it's like Wonderland. You can find anything you need on social media. Anything. Both good, bad, and ugly. You can find anything. It, it's, it's, it's easy pickings out here in the social media world. And, and it's not a good look, but I mean, this is just what it's come to. You know, we've come a long way from MySpace and Black Planet. In college club. In college club. And and yeah, we've come a whole long way. You know, and and granted, I, I wish it could go back to those days, but the technology is so powerful now. Nah, 
it, it's it, it's no point in going backwards. Yeah, you know? because because for me personally, social media, I used to seek validation on social media so I could speak from that perspective. Like, yo, yeah. I used to do shit for attention. Yep, I, I did shit. So. Yeah. But you know, when I was, I mean, you you know, you grow, but shit, hell yeah, I used to do things for attention, but you know what I'm saying? Getting the you know shit. If you want somebody to hit you in your inbox, you're gonna do certain things. You're gonna do something to hit you in your inbox. Yeah. Exactly. So it's different things that I was doing. I was doing it for attention because I was like he said, trying to fill a void. And yeah. so, like I said, that was a mask. How does it how do you feel about it now though? The, so, the social media as a whole. So now social media as a whole is just a cycle. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like now I look at social media differently. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I be my most authentic self. You know what I'm saying? Because I was operating an ego. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything I was doing was for ego. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Like, oh, shoot. That girl said that. Oh, that girl in my inbox. Oh, that girl. But at the end of the day, I should be bigging my own self up. Why well, I need validation for them? So I'm that's what I was like for real. Social media is for validation. Like, I mean, for real, it's the truth. All I could do is just be honest, be transparent, and just put things like that. Like, my ego, like, my ego is for my ego. Like, yeah. ego a motherfucker. And it will get you hurt. Your ego, it ain't even like because you want your, you know, you sued. I mean, you young or whatever. You want your ego stroke. You want, I mean, you want what you want. That's true. You want what you want. You're going to do what you want to do. So I use, I use um, social media like I want it. You know what I'm saying? I manipulate it how I want it because you can manipulate things. That's true. It works every time. But it works every time, though. You know, and and I guarantee you to probably reach into that 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 old ego bag and put some things on the table. Say, you know what? Let me use these powers today. Yeah, like exactly what you want. Yeah, and get exactly what you want. But I but I'm not. You know, what I'm saying ego, ego, ego. You know, ego, ego. People people don't understand ego. Ego is something else. Yeah. Ego will have you over there. Yeah. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So now that I'm operating from my most authentic self, it's like ego. Man. But ego will try to creep back up, though. Tap you on your shoulder. That's true. Hey, hey, let, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, just to let you know. I'm here. What ego? But, you know what I'm talking about? But sometimes, back in sometimes you need it, though. Sometimes when when you when there are times when you gotta bring it out to say okay, please understand who I am. True, true. Simple you as right. that. You right. Yeah. You right. I. T- yeah. <laughs> Let me sit my wood off there. You right. Use your powers for good. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Hmm. Use your powers for good. Yes, of course. However you see fit, use your powers for good. Listen, listen, this platform, like, I'm building my own platform. You feel what I'm saying? And this is you using your powers for good. Yes. I'm building my own platform. I want everybody to be able to 
be their most authentic selves, be able to talk about whatever they want to talk about with, without feeling like they're being judged. Girl. You want to have a, a conversation like, man, KJ, like, man, are you going to talk about this subject? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? Like, if you want to talk about that and you got something to say and you want to put it on my podcast or whatever, you could put it on there. Like, bro, do your thing. That's real. So this platform is for everybody to, everybody to, be be their most authentic sales because there ain't a lot of uh platforms for you to really do that. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, That's true. so yeah. you know, people people just want to continue to just uh, you know what I mean, hit you in the head, you know what I'm saying, really hit you in your head. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. When you trying to come up like this, it's gonna be obstacles, but shit, I just take detours, you feel me? That's true. That's true. As long as there ain't no potholes, you good. Facts. And you got to speak life over yourself. You got to motivate yourself. You got to encourage yourself. You got to pat yourself on the back. You got to hug yourself. You got to really say, yo, I love you. Yeah. Because we're neglecting ourselves, trying to love everybody else. That was me, Sean. You can't pour from an empty cup, KJ. And if if you're pouring from an empty cup, after a while, man, ain't nothing left. After a while, ain't you love. That's true. You know, you don't filled everybody else up with love and affection and hugs and what have you, but then you over there just it doesn't get it's not reciprocated. And that's yeah. another thing. People need to learn how to be reciprocal. Like you cannot just expect people to give and give and give and give and give and give. And then you can't reciprocate it back. That's never a good look for anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's just never good whatsoever. So that's how I feel. Yeah, but see, the thing is about that. Sometimes, man, it's so crazy because I'm so used to people not reciprocating anything to me, right? So I used to be so mad at people because, like, I'm giving you this. Why ain't you giving me that? Like, bruh. But I'm like, what place am I really operating out of? You know, of course you want things reciprocated, but I'm just speaking from my point of view. Of course. So I used to get mad at people like, damn, shit, I just gave you a whole bottle of water. I'm thirsty. You ain't going to give me none of your water? Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Oh, yo, so you having a bad day. Okay, I know you having a bad day, so I'm going to ask you. You having a bad day, like, do you want to talk? But shit, if I'm having a bad day, why I got to tell you I'm having a bad day? Why can't you ask me, how was my day? How are you feeling? You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't have to force nobody to, it should happen naturally. So it's like, for so long, I used to fight, man, fight, for real. Like, because it's like, "Ah, I need what I need. Some people, some people aren't taught to have that behavior of being able to make sure others are okay with themselves. Some some people ain't like that. They're not built that way. Yeah. It's stressful as hell and it's mind-boggling. But you know, you you can't, you know, I've I've seen it, I've seen this saying on social media a lot in in term in in the form of a meme or whatever it is. Or caption, what have you? You can't expect you from other people. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I understand, I understand that, but but it's like you do expect that. 
You trip. That's true. But that also means that doesn't mean you stop being who you are because it's not reciprocated. You, you just you just go somewhere where the reciprocation actually takes place. Because somebody is out there that's going to reciprocate the same way you give, they're going to give it right back to you, plus more. True. You know, that's why you don't stay nowhere, you know, where it's where the love ain't, ain't being given. You know, that's in relationships too. You know, why, why stay somewhere where you're happy, where you're not happy? And I've done that. I've done it before. And after a while, you, you get comfortable and then you start to resent that person. And then you're just like, okay. But then sometimes, sometimes you got to know when to still, like, listen, sometimes mm-hmm. you still got to know when to sit still and you still got to know when to go because sometimes it's just a test for real because you, you don't know. Like, it's just like, you just got to know. I'm telling you, it might not make sense, but you just got to know and you got to be able to understand. Sometimes you got to meet people where they at because they might not be. So it's a battle. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But that's when you have other people that pours into you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Maybe your friends. Maybe you have different groups that you can have people pour into you. You understand that's what true. I'm saying? Like that's reciprocate true. back whatever you're giving out. You know what I'm saying? You naturally getting in another way. You might not get in the way that you desire or need at yeah. that time from the individual. But you got to understand whatever you give out, you're going to get back. That's true. But, it, but you got to be patient sometimes. When I say, I'm talking about patient, like Joe patient. Like, just sit. You, know, but, you but, just got to sit. I, listen, because I used to rush everything, bro. I rushed everything. If I, listen, if I if I told that girl tomorrow, like, shoot, I could just talk about my old lady. Listen, when I, like, the second, book, the second day, hold on, hold on, let me see the second day. Damn, I don't even know. But the second day, I was like, yo, I want to get to know you better. And she was like, no, 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 no. She was like, nah, not yet. She was like, no. She told me no straight up, like, bro, from the beginning. No, but deep down inside, I'm like, yo, I'm going to marry that girl. You feel what I'm saying? But, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But she don't know that. But that's what I'm like. I don't know why that was in me, but... I mean, think about 2018, 2022. Listen, that woman, that was like, no, no, no. And then she like, no, like, yeah, so that's mine. You feel me? Like, that's mine. So, like, that's mine. Like, I work. I mean, I work. I learn. I'm not going to prep. For me, I I get what you're saying. I, I think when it comes to love, interest, I ain't going to press you if you don't want to be pressed. That's one. If you tell me no, all right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I don't don't think a no is forever. (laughs) Hear me out. Hear me out. I don't think the no is forever. The no could just be, okay, right now, y'all don't. You know, I've been in situations where you and that person, me and that person, now nah, we ain't supposed to be together right then and there. And then later on in life, we end up together and it's cool, you know, but that happens to people. I've been in that situation. Um, but I know me, my patience is very thin. 
like real thin. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm working on it. It's something I'm working on. It's a character trait I have to work on. I have to and work then, on it. But look though, when they're right, listen, listen to me. Okay. Okay. But the right woman for you, the white, the right woman for you, patience is gonna be you. Like, bro, I'm being real. Like, the right patience, like, they don't be like that's Sean because I mean, you don't know Sean. I, I think I'm. It's funny you say that. I'm at that point now. Um, I think my 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 love life has been. Man, I've been a fuck nigga. I'll say it. I I am that. Excuse my language. I've been that person, and it's Don't not good. good. You good? Say that. It, it's not. It's not a good look whatsoever. So you know, I've I've I'm pretty sure the the, the skeletons and bones in my relationship closet have probably they probably built up, and it's my fault. I'll blame myself for it. Um, do I think that? Do I think that it is hard for me to be in love and, 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 and things of that nature? Absolutely not. I don't. Um, do I think that I have some growing to do in them past situations? Absolutely. Do I think I've gotten past those situations? Absolutely. Am I happy where I am romantically right now? Absolutely. And I think the best thing for me was, you know, I had to get to know her and, and I had to let her know, like, look, you know, I'm going to tell you everything up front and, and let you know what it is. And, you know, I, I give a woman a choice. You either take it or, or roll out or whatever. And I'm, I'm just in a good spot, man. I, I'm just in a good spot with that whole situation. I think I'm going to be married one day. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, but you know, she has been too. Oh, is Miss Zora talking about you, KJ? Yeah, she talking about me, girl. She's saying, she saying I've been a fuck nigga too. Oh man, that's my old lady, bro. Oh man, oh man. I, okay. Oh, oh. I, I won't. I won't. I won't touch that. I won't. Mm. -mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Not my place. Nope. But you're a good person, KJ. Miss Zora. Let me let me let me do a PSA for you. You have a very great person. Please know that. I hope she can hear that. You have a very great person. KJ, you are one of one. For real. We've been dogs since we were 17, 18 years old. You know, and, and I think that even though we've lost contact, we ain't never lose contact, but everybody grows and we 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 do what we do and we live life and, and all that good stuff. I think that, you know, you your platform is dope. And I I'm very excited to see it grow further. And oh, ain't that sweet. See, this is what I like to read. I love to read this positivity of love. love. Yes, I like to see it. Go ahead and do your. Go ahead and do it. I like it, to man. see it, man. I like to see it. You feel me? You feel me? Nah, man. Well, um, you know, 
I want you to continue to do this and, and take it, take it global, take it big. I am, hey, listen, I am, man, I am, and I'm gonna remember everybody that gave that came to my platform. Please do. When, cause I just started March the twelfth. Yeah. So I remember everybody that came to my platform. I already done had oh, sixty man, plus no. guests up here. That's what's up. That's what's up. So. That's what's man, up. You, but listen, you always welcome to my platform. Thank you. Thank um, you for having me. So listen, I'm sending positive vibes and positive energy to you and, and your your lady friend. And thank um, you. Thank you. You as well. You know what I'm so, so yeah, you I'm got happy it. for you. Thank you. I'm happy for you, Miss Zora. Let me <laughs> tell you again. You have someone great, Miss Zora. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I got to say, hey, yo, bro, ain't that from Martin when he was doing that with the <laughs> the tele? The this face <laughs> belongs on the tissue. Yes, yes, straight up, man. Listen, I I appreciate you know what I'm saying you giving me the opportunity. Anytime. Um, Anytime. I'm gonna just ask you one more question. There ain't no be on no Vlad TV type energy. But I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you one more question. Ask listen. me whatever, man. Ask so me listen, whatever. What advice would you give someone that's stuck right now? Like they don't know what to do. Like uh, in like a job situation, right? They know okay. that this job ain't for them. Yeah. But they just there. Yeah. You just collecting a check. Yeah. So what would you what advice would you give that person, fam? <clears throat> All right, so I'll be I'll be transferring. So 2019, I graduated from Howard's Howard University School of Business. Um with an MBA in supply chain management. I I moved to Virginia. Well, no. I moved to Corpy, North Carolina. I was with a young lady and I moved down there. And I worked at the Newport News uh, shipyard. Okay. And let me tell you, it's one of those places where I've never been in a situation where people literally stay someplace for 40 years, like 40, 40 plus years outside of like, outside of hearing it, whether it's media or, or um, higher education or teaching or something like that. The, the, you know, older folk move get in there at 18, 19, and they stay for life. Um, during my process when I was there, I was there for two years. Um, that people really don't want growth, you know, and, and, and it, it's hard to be at a place where the the youth, as far as experience isn't as respected as the senior level people who are there that have been there for 40 plus years. Okay. Um, it hurts even more when a lot of the people that I work with in the office, so to speak, not everybody look like me, mm. if you know what I mean. I mean, there were, there were people that did look like me, but it wasn't a lot of us. My, my big advice, is this for for that situation? That situation, I was in the middle of a pandemic. I had just had a breakup. 
I ended up moving into an apartment by myself in Newport News, Virginia. So I left Carolina, came to Newport News, ended up living by myself, trying to figure my life out. My best advice I can honestly say is do what you feel is necessary to ensure that your mental health is taken care of, your emotional health, health and well-being is taken care of, your spiritual health and well-being is taken care of, and your financial health and well-being is taken care of. Because as long as I feel like as long as you have a nest egg to live off of for a couple months until you land that next opportunity. I mean, we living in the we living in the age of the great resignation. It's a cast our age quitting jobs left and right for a, very, a variety of different reasons. You know what I mean? People not getting the proper hours that they want. They just they're realizing that their health isn't being taken care of. And I and on that note, I was one of those people that health wasn't being taken care of because I was just working, overworking myself, trying to figure things out. I was getting moved around at work at the time. And it was just a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? That I personally was not used to, you know, in, in a corporate environment, so to speak. Like, it was just ridiculous. And I think a lot of the times they did it maybe to avoid layoffs. I don't know. But they did a layoff and then gave us a raise. So, I mean, it topsy-turvy, it is what it is, but that was a part of their plan. I, I think you have to really have your you want to have your ducks in a row before you leave any job if you're just going to leave a job. Let's start there, number one. Number two, the, the, the best thing to also do if you're not going to resign from a position that you don't want to work at anymore is make sure you are applying to jobs that you truly want to have. You have to. Like, it, that's the if you if you feel like there's no way out, then guess what? There's gonna be no way out, and you're gonna be stuck in this dead end job for the next five to seven years until they say to you, "Oh, you know, whoever, whoever, like, welcome. Your 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 loyalty is appreciated, and treat you like an old boy that worked at Burger King for 27 years, and they gave that man a bag of Reese's, Funyuns." And, and a fucking pack of Twizzlers. Like, right, you know, right. these fucking companies don't give a shit about us, dog. I don't care what any, I don't care what amount of money you make. I don't care what they talking about. These companies don't give a rat's ass. And another thing, as I say that, that don't mean, that doesn't mean carry your ass into entrepreneurship. Does not mean that. Does not, do not collect $200. Do not step foot into that space because a lot of y'all motherfuckers is in that shit and y'all don't even know what the fuck y'all, y'all don't know, y'all don't know a half of what business is. Y'all just see the money and think, oh, I'm gonna make money, I'm gonna do this. No, no, it, it does. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody, and I'll say that to people too. Entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. The nine to five life ain't for everybody. Motherfuckers that really can do entrepreneurship, they know how to do that shit. Like, it's not even about, I don't even think it's about them, like, just, I don't think it's a thing where you just have to have a knack for it. I just think that you really, 
you really just know how to, you can do it. You got the gift of gab. You can walk into these four offices for investments and, and you can you can make a, a, a killer deck. You can do all that shit. You know, you know the ins and outs. But when it comes to us nine to fivers, the I, I feel like it's not it's not for everybody. We we gotta really get into this mode of saying, man, you know what? Let's figure this part out and, and, and figure out how to how to make changes where we are. Because honestly, sometimes even if you got a dead end job, the opportunity to transfer somewhere else within a company can do wonders for you. Working under a new boss can do wonders for you. Working with a new team within the same company can do wonders for you. It, it can revive your career. You know what I mean? And that's another option you could take too. You can, you can go to your boss and say, hey, you know, this isn't really working for me. And it's for anybody. This ain't really working for me. I think that I'd be better suited doing this. And at that, at that point, it, it's up to your boss to say, hey, all right, we're going to let you go and do this. Prime example, I did that at my old job and say, yo, what I'm working on right now is not working for me. Well, he sent my, he shipped my ass out to another team and it was a better situation. But at that point, I, I was just done with the whole ordeal and I, and I just, I chose to leave, like leave the company, leave the company completely and do something else. So like I said, before you resign, make sure you got your ducks in a row. If you resign, make sure you most likely have something else lined up in, in the pipeline. Make sure you network with people beforehand and say, hey, this is what I want to do. Please know this is how, how I'm feeling, how I'm coming, and take it from there. And another thing, you know, if you do decide to resign and you resign to a situation where you're not working, man, do some shit that you want to do. Take a fucking vacation. Go out of town, get in your car, put the window down, blast some music, enjoy life for a couple months, take a breather, relax, get some sleep, catch up on a, a skin regimen or something, whatever you do, you feel me, video games, whatever the fuck you do, and you do just that for a couple months, and then when you're ready to segue back into the working world and say, man, you know what, all right, I'm ready to start this thing over and get back on this, this, this job grind and search grind, then, I mean, you're free to do that too. And whatever you choose to do, I support. Do what you need to do. As long as your bills paid and you wash your ass every day, it, it shouldn't really matter what the fuck you do for real, for real. So, and they can kiss ass and suck dick if they don't like it. So that's just the end of the end all be all for me. You know, <laughs> stay vigilant and safe. God bless all of you. Um, don't take no fucking with nickels from no damn body because it ain't going to be worth it in the end. And um, <clears throat> you know, praise God. <laughs> That's all I got for you, man. That's all I got for you. I appreciate everybody that came and um, you know, talked to us tonight. You know, what I'm saying I appreciate it. Like I said, thank you for coming to the platform. Anytime, KJ. Hey, you welcome up here anytime. Love and light to you. You as well. You as well. Me. So this is Why Not Us podcast, and we out. Peace.